Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Monday morning. Rainy at Stuntman Stew along with Angie and Janelle. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, which is free in the App Store, on your smart speaker, and driving and on the old car radio. We've got one eye on the TVs this morning, uh, looking at the funeral from across the pond. It's uh, It's got all of our attention. Yeah, we just watched the procession into Westminster Abbey, um, the family following behind her coffin. It is, Janelle and I were just remarking, it's just so meticulously orchestrated. You're watching these young guys who have the incredible honor of carrying her coffin they are they're young they are very young yeah Yeah. i mean who you know who gets the the pick who gets the call you know and i can only imagine they've been practicing carrying like an empty uh, coffin all week everything has been meticulously rehearsed and move their feet and Mm -hmm. slide from left to right and no like it's just even all the family following in step behind you can see that they are all left right left right Mm -hmm. All of their steps are all in sync. And I mean, as we know, this has been rehearsed and planned for years leading up to this day. Uh, And then just the scene over there, people have been camped out, of course, overnight just to have a chance at being close enough to watch the procession go by Mm -hmm. after what happens today um, with the funeral service at Westminster. But they, uh, I was hearing this morning with the coverage because the coverage for CTV is being played on our radio stations as well. So the CTV yeah. coverage was on CFRA this morning. So I was listening to a, a little bit of a, of that on the way in, but th- over 36 kilometers of barricades have been set up oh, wow. yeah. across London. And I mean, the security detail, there are yeah. over <sighs> 2,000 world leaders there. <laughs> uh, movie theaters across London are showing the funeral on the big screen mm. so people have a chance to see you know every detail up close um it's just like unbelievable yeah, yeah. and for those of you that play along with our contest we are going to delay the uh code word at seven o'clock till uh, around seven fifteen. so mm-hmm. if you don't hear a code word at seven o'clock don't send messages why didn't you do the code word yeah uh, we'll, we'll be working around some some of that this morning but uh and even this afternoon there will be the moment of silence that's happening at, at one o'clock one yeah. o'clock yeah. Mm-hmm. we have certainly services that are happening uh around ottawa today mm-hmm. and there'll be the flyover yeah i believe well. there's a flyby yeah mm-hmm. that will be happening I would, I would imagine most of those things are happening around one o'clock yeah yeah so there'll be some traffic disruptions there'll be you know some some people that are uh, having the day off but it's a day of mourning here in the province but for the most yeah. part kids will be in school we'll be at work and we'll be watching when you think useless think of still everybody welcome welcome Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, boys and girls, gather around the old radio machine for another mind-blowing useless fact. This time, um, I have a a fact here that I'm going to try. Approximately 25% of us sneeze when exposed to bright light. So I have a bright light in front of me. I'm going to put myself in front of it and try and sneeze. Uh, 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 It's not working. It doesn't look like it's working. (laughs) Uh, it's not working for me. The Do you, sunshine uh, get... does that. I've heard that before. That, like when it's really sunny, you look up at the sun. That can happen. Interesting. Yeah. Does that twenty five percent of us do that? Y- yes. Huh. My mom is one of those people. My okay. mom for so, sure. So it's real. Well, 
in some cases, in 25% of the in a, in a cases. Quarter, in a quarter of people. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't affect either of you? I'm not sure. I've never noticed it. I don't think so either. No. I actually sneeze more in this dark and dingy room that I'm in right now. Well, that might be due to other reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this studio makes a lot of people sneeze. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of gross, actually. <laughs> All right. What are you going to give that back today? Uh, I think I'll give you a six this morning. Yeah, me okay. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, to the, the scores we go at 10 0 30. Benjamin, my favorite, uh, w- with a three and goes false. He says what? that's a false fact. Is he still your favorite? <laughs> no. <laughs> your mother, your number one fan, your neurotic mother is only giving you a five. Really? That never happens. Yeah. You're and always she says, a try ten. pepper. Mm-hmm. Pepper up my nose makes me sneeze every time. I would think so. Oh, yeah. Most yeah. people, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's like when you're one of those people, you know when you like, you feel like you're going to sneeze and you need to sneeze and then you don't? Yeah. Oh, and that's yeah, the worst. I guess maybe try looking yeah. at the in a bright light next time. That might you should you never hold in a sneeze. You can no. actually do serious damage. <laughs> uh, um, Gusto is giving you, from the Hall of Fame, a 6 out of 10. says, wasn't this supposed to be Janelle's useless facts today? <laughs> Didn't you give up the torch uh, on Friday? <laughs> he got angry and he did it. He, said yeah. <laughs> he took his ball and went home. <laughs> <laughs> Hall of Famer's ghost runner's dad, Pierre the Dehydrated Frenchman. This is a pretty well-known fact, and it does work for us. We give you a nine, nonetheless. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. oh it okay. does work for them. Mm, okay. I've mm-hmm. been gone for vacation for three weeks. First day back to work today, and that is your fact. Oh, Connie, the wound care nurse, giving you a four this you let morning. Connie down this and morning. That is why she'll never be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I got a seven from Sassy Kathy. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Well. It's a pretty lackluster fact uh, in the scoring, it looks like, for today. There's always it's all because It's all because of you guys. Because if you guys give a, a soft number, uh, th- I find that the audience wants to kiss up to you guys rather no, than me. Yeah, no, sure. Bitterman had given you a three well before we even scored you. <laughs> <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, today the world is saying goodbye to Her Majesty the Queen. And before the funeral today, which many are watching in real time as it's happening right now at Westminster Abbey, uh, yesterday, quite a, a moment happened. And you have to admit, like, there are so many layers of security that are playing out across London from the barricades to the extra officers, extra officers from the RCMP, etc., even from here are there. So they are really beefed up. And even yesterday, still an incident happened. So we all saw over the weekend the massive lineups of people just waiting and shuffling through just to pay their respects to her coffin. See David Beckham out there in line even? For like 12 hours he waited Mm -hmm. in line with everyone else, just wanted to pay his respects. And he was... Actually, teary-eyed when when he finally uh, had a chance to to do that. But yesterday, security guards had to swarm one guy who ran towards the coffin. Oh, and they tackled him and brought him down. But basically, ran out of line, climbed the steps to try to touch the coffin before they grabbed him. And um, then all of a sudden, the live stream stopped for about 15 minutes after the incident. But yeah, he was obviously arrested and detained. But like, who tries to do that? Come on, You're not going to get away with anything. As if you think that's like there's not people watching. <laughs> You're everywhere. Some, 
Somebody took their stupid pills and thought they'd be famous. Yeah. So yeah. as we're watching today, we see, uh, well, Canada's delegation that is in London right now. So a lot of our former prime ministers are there. Kim Campbell, Jean Chrétien, Paul Martin, Stephen Harper. And of course, Trudeau is there with his wife. We watched them walk in this morning. Uh, but it was interesting. Like he was telling a lot of stories over the weekend about, you know, his meetings with the Queen uh, over the years. He was saying, uh, Justin Trudeau, that the very first time he met the Queen, he was seven years old. Yeah, right. <laughs> Right? <laughs> With his father. Mm-hmm. And then he was talking about another time that he and Sophie were there, and they actually brought their son, Hadrian, with them. Oh. And he was young oh. at the time, and he was walking in with them, and he started to, like, try to touch all the knickknacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't touch the knickknacks at no. Buckingham Palace. But he said, like, the queen, forever, you know, just gracious and down to earth, was like, don't worry, I'm a grandmother, it's okay, Aww, basically. Really? was just, like, letting him go. Yeah. And, Look around and touch things or whatever, but that teacup is from 1812. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch that one. Uh, so, on top of our world leaders that are there and our Canada's delegation, it's very cool that some of the uh, recipients of the Order of Canada are also there in attendance for the funeral. So that includes former swimmer Mark Tewksbury and actress Sandra O oh is there too oh. as recipients of the Order of Canada. They got to go. So that's kind of neat. Cool. Just taking a look at who's in attendance. And that's what's trending. Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. So we all saw Blake Lively step out on the red carpet last week. Ba-bam! Pregnancy announcement. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody knew that she and Ryan Reynolds were having baby number four um, until she stepped on out in that beautiful gold dress and she had a baby bump and they planned it like that. That's how they wanted to tell everybody. And so we were starting to tell like stories and talking about, you know, friends that have done this or whatever and just unique ways that people, you know, told friends and family, hey, we're going to have a baby. So we're asking you to share your stories with us this morning. Anything kind of fun that you did, anything. You know, you see those videos of people like surprising mom and dad, telling them, and then you see the parents are Mm -hmm. crying and the dad's crying. So how'd you tell people? Did you and Connie do something neat? Uh, I don't think so. I think we just said, hey, we're we're pregnant. <laughs> it's always, we're pregnant. You have a lot of nieces and nephews. Did you? I do, yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting. I, I find that with the first, people try and come up with a creative way to share it. And mm-hmm. uh, when you get to the third, second, third, fourth, it's just like, hey, we're having another kid. Yeah. Like yeah. A, a girlfriend of mine, she just texted me the other day, and it was just a photo of her uh, three kids, and her youngest had big sister shirt on it. Mm. And she said, hey, we're having another kid. You know, we're expecting in March. But I would say that my, my youngest his brother uh, when they announced that they're, they were having their first. It was a pretty exciting moment. It was fairly early. I think they announced it a little early because they were very just eager to uh, let everyone know. Mm-hmm. But they um, had my parents open up a gift at Christmas because that's when they told everybody. And it was a little tiny onesie. And it was, of course, like a John Deere tractor onesie because they're <laughs> the farmers. They've taken over. And I don't know if it said something like, you know, grandma and grandpa or like your grandpa, grandma and grandpa's best little guy or something you know Mm -hmm. along those lines and they opened it up and we all watched them open it and it was like a really sweet special moment for our family i remember when angie told uh connie and i yeah uh, with nash you pulled us aside we were heading to the cottage you pulled us aside at the marina and said we have an announcement i thought you were quitting (laughs) (laughs) i'm like what is it we're pregnant what actually uh so we when we told the girls because my girls were older right and they really 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 wanted a sibling and um we decided to tell them in front of my mom 
So we had gone over to my mom's for Thanksgiving. And so my mom was giving them like little presents because she had missed my oldest birthday because she's an October baby. So um, she was like, oh, here's your birthday present for this month or whatever. And so she opened it up and it was my ultrasounds, but it was coming from my mom. So they didn't suspect anything. So they opened it up and it was in a little box. And and then they are looking at the ultrasound and they were like, why is nanny giving us? this picture yeah. ultrasound and then they put you see the light bulbs go off and then they look at adam and i they're like no huh? no yeah. <laughs> and they started crying and they were freaking out but uh, the funniest story i have though is how i told my best friend that i was having my very first so um it was like us. She was a big surprise. <laughs> Let's just say that she was not planned. She was the surprise. But my best friend was already pregnant, so mm-hmm. she was only because they're two months apart. So my best friend was newly pregnant, and we had gone out for dinner at Big Daddy's, and we were out for seafood. And we, so it's it's like us and the other couple. And so we're sitting there and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I can't have any oysters because I'm pregnant. Right. And she goes, when you're pregnant, you're not supposed to have like raw seafood or whatever. And I had an oyster in my mouth (laughs) when she said that. And they didn't know I was pregnant yet. So I just kind of looked at her and I'm like, you're not. And so I spit out the oyster. And she goes, well, silly. She goes, I mean, for me, you can eat them. You're not. You're pregnant. <laughs> and she like freaked out. I was like, like spitting out my oyster, but yeah, it was kind of funny. What a way to tell the yeah. crowd. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess I, I shouldn't be eating this. Uh, so, what is your cute story? Like, how did you tell your fan, uh, family or friends that you were going to have a baby, or maybe you're a grandparent and it was how your daughter, son, etc., told you? We yeah. want to know your stories. Yeah, give us a call, 750-1100, or you can text in those stories at 10-0-30. If you've yet to announce your pregnancy and you're looking for a creative way to do it, oh, we got gotcha. you. We're going to help you out right now because a lot of you have been quite creative in the way that you've revealed and shared your big news. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly with family members, I would say. I love what Christy, uh, Krista did. She said that she mailed her sister a happy birthday auntie card. Her sister like messaged her confused and was like, "What the heck? Like, what is this? What is this card about? Like, I don't get it." And she's like, "Oh, I just thought it was a nice card." And she said, "A bunch of messages just went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth until she kind of like clued in, like, oh, oh, happy birthday, I'm the auntie. auntie. Oh, okay. <laughs> like Kim, who said that also in the mail, they sent each of the grandparents just a pair of baby socks, just like <laughs> sent them in the mail with like no other explanation. Both sets of parents were like, "What? It? Oh." oh. I wish I would have uh, done what Marina did. She took my in-laws for lunch and bought them a grandpa and grandma burger from A&W. Oh, that's cute. Uh, That's a good idea. I like that. Um, And just got really, she just like laid it all out there. She said she threw a box of tampons at her mother and said, here, you can have them. I won't be needing them for the next nine months. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. (laughs) She was very confused, but then started screaming for joy. I think that's great. And then there's the announcements that totally come out of nowhere because they seem really fast and unexpected. (laughs) Like what happened to Janice. So they have twins, she says, that were conceived through IVF. So that pregnancy was not a surprise because everyone was asking them, you know, how 
life. Keep it going. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But what happened that was a surprise, when their twins were seven months old, they found out they conceived naturally. <gasps> <laughs> so they used the twin girls in a photo, and they had them sitting there with a piece of paper that said, we're not supposed to say anything, but we're going to be big sisters. Remember, we didn't say anything, though. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute, but like, holy. Seven-month-old <laughs> twins, and then they ended up, I was chatting with her on Facebook. She said they had another baby girl. She's like, we couldn't feel more blessed to have wow. three girls. Oh, yeah. my God. That is amazing. So there you go. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Many of you are watching the funeral this morning. You've been texting in to us saying you have an eye on that, an ear on us. And uh, the world is watching for sure as the procession continues through the streets of London and then to the royal residence at Windsor. Um, and she will be laid to rest later this evening. So, I mean, there's a full itinerary of events throughout the day, but at 4 p.m. will be the committal ceremony. That'll be televised. But something really uh, interesting that's going to happen is the crown jeweler, in silence, will remove the symbols of the monarchy from the queen's coffin. So the orb, the scepter, the crown that was made for the queen's father, King George, and modified for her with more than 3,000 precious stones. Um, That'll be placed on the altar, and then the head of the queen's household will break his wand of office and place it on the coffin before it descends into the royal vault, which signifies the change of power. Wow. It's so detailed and so like magnificent to Mm -hmm. see. So 7.30 tonight will be the private burial service that is uh, just attended by the king and the royal family. So the queen's coffin will be laid to rest um, in the memorial chapel at St. George's Chapel alongside Prince Philip and her parents. Um, and that's uh, on the grounds of Windsor Castle. So, mm-hmm. so that is what's happening the rest of the day beyond what is happening right now. So Blake Lively over the weekend was trending all over Twitter, getting lots of applause over social media um, for setting some, shall we say, boundaries mm-hmm. <laughs> with the paparazzi. So she has always been famous for fighting back against their very invasive tactics. And she thanked those that do respect their privacy while putting those on blast who don't. <laughs> So she uh, posted saying that there were at least 11 paparazzi guys waiting outside her house for this, quote, unicorn sighting of her baby bump. So she's like, in the effort of you leaving me alone uh, because you freak me and my kids out, uh, thanks to everyone who doesn't do this and for all the love and respect you continue to give us. But for those of you who are waiting for this photo and basically stalking me, here are photos of me pregnant. So just have at her. So basically she posted a carousel of photos of her pregnant with all her babies over the years. Some she's really big, some she's just little, some she's with Taylor Swift, some she's with Ryan. Uh, And she said, so here you go. Here's the photos you want. This is my belly, like full on display. Now leave me alone. (laughs) I don't like it. Like, cause it really is. It's, it's creepy. These guys are like peering over with their long lenses, trying to snap photos of them just in their backyard. Yeah. Trying to get the money shot. And she uh, was one of the celebrities to start this no kids policy um, with paparazzi. So basically, you know, going after them for posting any photos of their kids, not blurring their faces and things like that. So, She's now going after them again. And good for her. Good for her. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And that's what's trending. Brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut? 
Today we have Travis and Allison on the line. I'll need a reminder as to who won last. Uh, who do you think? Angie. Not, not me. <laughs> Sometimes you do. All right, so Stu, that means that you and Allison will be playing first together. Good morning, Allison. Good morning, Stu. Let's do this. Okay, let's do it. Well, as you know, we had a lovely wine tour on the weekend, and uh, we spent that with one of uh, our big listeners, Lucretia Supaneca, who has sent in our categories this morning. Oh, yes, Lucretia. (laughs) Thank you so much for being with us on the wine tour, for working for us so freely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, submitting all these categories. Lucretia, I need some new categories. I think she actually emailed them during the wine tour while she was on the bus. (laughs) Just like, you know, doing a little uh, side gig. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so our categories. Categories this morning. Your options, Allison, are small things or large things. Hmm. Let's do large things. Large things. All right. Three, two, one. You're flying. You're taking a a plane. And what are you driving in? A car. This is a big uh, gray animal in with a long trunk. Elephant. And uh, at night you look up at the sky. At what's what's in the sky? Uh, stars, clouds. The planets. The planets. planets. Uh, the planet, the universe. The planet. Planet Earth? Uh, no, Earth? in the sky at night, yes. And uh, you're going to drive over this over water? Uh, lake? You're driving the over ocean? this on water. Oh, uh, boat. Bridge. <laughs> okay. Um, so she didn't say airplane. She only said plane. So you guys didn't get that one. Oh, and... Really? You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna be a beat? <laughs> Really? Yeah, of course. you got to say the full <laughs> word, dude. Air, I give up. I'm oh, done. Oh, God. But you guys got four. Um, also, a moon is not a planet. <laughs> Just so you know. What is it? It's a moon. Well, excuse me. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay, so, so four. we got four. Yeah, okay. four. Not bad. <laughs> Hang on the line, Allison. All right, we're going to go over to Travis. Good morning, Travis. Good morning. Good morning. So we have to beat four to steal a win here, okay? Small things is your category. Small things. All right. Here we go. You give someone an engagement. Ring. Yes. Uh, These little bugs come to your picnic. Ants. Yeah. Uh, When you want to put something up on a cork board, you might use a... Tack. Yeah, but what's a what? What tack? Tack. What? Thumbtack. Yeah. Uh, After dinner, you have something sweet for... Yep. Uh, these fly and go tweet, tweet. These what? These fly and they say tweet, tweet. Birds, chickadees? Yep. And this... Ah, all right. That phone is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you were cutting out on every answer, but I think we got it, Yeah, did we? you guys just sneaked Man. in. Whoa! Uh, it was close. Getting, getting five. We got it, Travis. Congratulations. Thank you. So, we are going to be sending you off to the uh, Ottawa Fall Home Show at the EY Center. We've got a four-pack of passes for you to get to that show coming up September the 22nd to the 25th. All right, perfect. Thank you. Enjoy. Well, today is uh, uh, National Talk Like a Pirate Day. I don't know where this started. I don't really care, but it's a chance to talk to our buddy Peg Like Pete, the Punny Pirate. Mm -hmm. Over the years, you've never been able to uh, shy away from this day. 
No, this mm-hmm. is my favorite day on the calendar. <laughs> Legit. And Janelle, you like this thing? How did Peg Lake Pete come about anyway? Uh, Peg Lake Pete came about about 20 years ago and uh, just started to make his appearance and has never left. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Peg, Peg Lake Pete, where are you? Ah, good morning. How are you there, Janelle? <laughs> good morning, Angie. Good morning. I'm at, I'm at sea, but I'm going to call in with some jokes. Okay. I got a microphone on the, on the boat. <laughs> I have a microphone on the boat, so it sounds clear. Okay. What do you All have? Right. Uh, why is pirating so addictive? Pirating so addictive. I don't know. Why? They say once you lose your first hand, you get hooked. Ah! <laughs> That's actually funny. <laughs> I got another one. Stop me if you've heard this one before. How do you know that pirates are pirates? Uh-huh. How do pirate? How do pirates know they're pirates? <laughs> Peg like Pete doesn't even know his own jokes. <laughs> say that again. How do pirates know that they are pirates? How? How? Uh, they think, therefore, they are. <laughs> okay. Sorry, the uh, the microphone is a little wobbly on the boat. <laughs> okay. okay. I, I got two more for you. You got time for them? Yeah, yes. oh, sure. Thank you very much. What do you call a pirate with two eyes and two legs? <laughs> I don't know. A rookie. <laughs> you get it because he doesn't have one punny leg. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, the final joke for you ladies this morning on Move 100, my favorite radio station to listen to, is why does it take pirates so long to learn the alphabet? Why? Because they can spend years at sea. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Peg Leg Pete, the punny pirate. Oh, thank you. Thank you, you Peg Leg Pete. been missed. You're oh. welcome. Oh, okay. I, like, he I just want to say thank you to him. Yeah. It's funny. It's just kind of like, uh, remember how it used to be like Snuffleupagus would come and then yeah. the big bird wouldn't know it or whatever. I'm like you. Late. They were never in the uh, room at the same time. It's funny how that happens with you and Peg Lake Pete yeah. all the time. He was here. I missed him again. Okay. <laughs> Good job. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? And we are still watching the procession for the Queen's funeral. Many of you watching, many people around the world are watching every single moment. And there's a lot of little details. There's the big details that have been wildly rehearsed and planned for years leading up to this day. But there's the little details, too, that we're learning, like the tributes uh, worn by some of the women. Like Kate, for example, uh, is paying homage to Her Majesty. She's wearing pearl drop earrings that belong to her, but also this four-row Japanese pearl choker necklace um, with a diamond clasp. It once belonged to the queen herself, and actually she uh, loaned that choker at one point to Princess Diana uh, for a state visit back in 1982, so she's paying tribute to both of those women. Uh, Megan herself is wearing pearl earrings as well that were gifted to her from the queen uh, ahead of her wedding to um, Prince Harry. But also, I didn't realize this. Um, I mean, obviously wearing some of the Queen's jewelry is the tribute, but I didn't realize that the pearl itself, the gemstone, is a symbol of grief and mourning. 
Oh, I so didn't you know go. that either. That's why they chose pearls. Uh, little Princess Charlotte, too, we saw walking behind the Queen's coffin with her mom and dad. She is honoring the Queen by wearing a small diamond brooch in the shape of a horseshoe, and that's to pay tribute to her great-grandmother's love of horses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So over the weekend, Post Malone was trending, and that's because he took a wicked fall through the stage at his show on Saturday night. So I guess there's a trap door on the stage stage that his guitar comes up out of and then goes back down when he does this solo and he fell into that hole oh, geez. yeah and smashed his ribs on the side of the stage so he was like rolling on his back grabbing his ribs they had to pause the show for 15 minutes he ended up uh, going back on stage and finishing the show but did ha- end up having to go to the hospital after i think he cracked some ribs or something wow. oh painkillers but he's not the only one who fell off the stage this weekend so did tim mcgraw <laughs> at the boots and the park uh, festival he sort of like was lunging down to point at his guitarist who was in the middle of a solo lost his footing in his cowboy boots went backwards and fell off the stage uh, <laughs> with all these people falling off stages remember when Dave Grohl fell off the stage broke his leg broke his leg yeah. and then continued from a chair mm-hmm. these poor guys I'm a danger pay be more careful <laughs> careful up there and that's what's trending brought to you by DeFalco for brewers and winemakers I got the feels and it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, last Friday night, Matthew Framst was headed out on his motorcycle. And his mom, Tanya, said, like usual, they did their thumbs up. They each put their thumb up and they would touch thumbs and that was their thing. And he'd say bye. She'd say be safe. And he'd say, don't worry, mom. And she said that was the last time they saw him. So Matthew was killed that night while riding his motorcycle in Guelph, just a few blocks away from where they live. And Tanya said she was going to bed. She happened to hear the sirens and something just hit her in the gut and she just knew. So Matt was riding his motorcycle through an intersection when an SUV driven by a 17-year-old hit him. Uh, Matt was taken to hospital and he later died, just 19 years old. So the driver of the SUV was not injured, but he has been charged with careless driving, causing death. And Tanya, his mom, Matthew's mom, even through her own grief after losing her son, is asking those who knew Matt to show the young driver of that SUV compassion. Mm. That's a lot to to offer. Mm -hmm. So Tanya says, I don't think it was malicious. I think this boy will have to live with this himself. And I don't want to bring anything further to this young person and his family. So there is a growing memorial for Matt at that intersection, including bouquets of flowers, candles, and skateboards, um, which he loved. They say he was one of a kind, never said no to an adventure, always had the biggest, brightest smile. But he had a skateboard with him everywhere he went. Um, And he would go hard on his skateboard at the skate park. He would come home red-faced, often dehydrated. Uh, And mom said that park should have a water fountain and a refill station there. So when they were trying to think of ways to celebrate Matt, they thought... That would be a good goal in his honor. Maybe one day there would be a Matt Framst water station for all to enjoy at the skate park. 
So they set up a fundraiser because many people were trying to set up GoFundMes for the family, and they said, no, instead, let's put that money towards a fundraiser to possibly install a water fountain or a refill station there in Matt's memory. So Matt's celebration of life happened this past weekend uh, near the University of Guelph, and guests were asked to come wearing bright colors, bring their dancing shoes because Mm -hmm. Matt loved to dance. Mom says he would put on So What You Want from the Beastie Boys, and he would clear a space around him, and he would just dance. (laughs) Uh, And so she says, you know what, it's this that's getting them through. It's the support of this close-knit community. It's their incredible family and friends that are around them and by their side. But she said, you know, one day everything's going to be okay. It's not today, but one day we'll get there. But uh, yeah. Wow. That is just a lot for her to offer to that other family. Mm -hmm. And oh my goodness, I can't even imagine. And that's all the feels on Move 100.